We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. West Coast road trip for the Grizzlies means a late night, 8.30 for pregame on the Grizzlies radio network that you can hear right here on 92 FM ESPN. Tip-off 9 p.m. locally for us with Eric. He joins us now. Eric, we're trying to figure out is this a good time to catch the Lakers? Or my fear is this is LeBron kind of, you know, whipping up the drama so that he has the, the national spotlight game and then this is his get-right game. Or on the flip side, this is a team that's not been playing good basketball. How do you view it as an opportunity for the Grizzlies? Well, I think at this point you've got you've to just get back to being – better. They did not play a good game against Toronto. Understandably, I'm not trying to make excuses, but this stretch of games leading up to tonight was, it was brutal. You know, it was six and eight days, travel, all of this stuff. And they just didn't play well against the Raptors. They didn't have a good game. They didn't play well defensively. They didn't play well offensively. Um, And, you know, they're trying to shake things up a little bit, but at some point you've got to get your rotation totally set and move forward. So hopefully tonight that's what we see. And yeah, we kind of go through this every year with, yeah. with the Lakers because their roster is a little bit flawed. Um, they're trying to find guys to step up. Obviously, Austin Reeves has been a guy that they kind of hit it out of the park with, but is D'Angelo Russell the answer? That's the question going around here now. Is Cam Reddish someone you can move for another piece that's going to be better? Is the Rui Hachimura trade now not quite as shiny and glimmery as it once was now they've gone and gotten guys like Torian Prince, who I've always liked. I think is a pro's pro, a lot like Jay Crowder, and I think that's a guy you keep. Obviously, Austin Reeves, a guy you keep. Um, they're still good, you know. When they have LeBron and AD, they're good. They just are, you know. LeBron's on the injured list is questionable tonight. Does that mean he doesn't play? Does that mean he goes? Is this posturing? Whatever it is. Um, I think in terms of catching them at the right time, you never want to catch a LeBron James team after they take a beat down like they did to the Miami Heat a couple nights ago, and especially on their home court. Against the West on the home court, they're really good. They've been good on the home court. They haven't been good on the road. Um, and it's never an easy place to play, you know, for multiple reasons. You know, but look, I'm sitting at Ivy on, you know, having lunch with one of my best friends and think, you know, our players probably know a ton of people here, too. You can, it's easy to get distracted here. Thankfully, I got all my work done ready for the game so I can enjoy. Yeah, the paparazzi there. Did you tip them off? Yeah, that you're coming you know, to the Ivy. You know, what's in, you know what's intimidating? 
like every one of these tables, all these people are like actor, like good looking men, women, and I'm just like, okay, here I am, this just dumb schlub with my no. What's there's no question. The a most wonderful woman and just an unbelievable person and, and beautiful in her own right. We're all just going like, and these are like. It's like a TV crew just exploded on here. The most intimidating aspect about going to L.A. is even if you don't feel like you're that fat here in Memphis, <laughs> you oh, are a whale. Miami, Miami's Everyone, like that, too. Everyone yeah, is we, so we were thin. In, we were in uh, Denver for that trip, and I was in the gym riding the Peloton, and I looked over, and I go, damn, Santa Claus didn't leave town. He's yeah. sitting here riding the Peloton. It's me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. So, yeah, uh, yeah. No, There's like, no place that will make you feel fatter. No, no, it's not. So, uh, but like I said, it's in, it's easy to get distracted here. It's easy for guys to get caught up in it, and then, and it's always been a home court advantage. It's it's a tough place to play. So, um, I guess if you're catching them at the right time, it's because they're not playing good basketball. They're still trying to figure out how this is going to work. The Gabe Vincent deal has not worked for them the way they had hoped. They were hoping that would be the answer at point guard to really have a facilitator, maybe play D'Angelo Russell off the ball, um, and, you know, then start LeBron and AD and, and figure, and probably Torrey and Prince. That hasn't happened because Gabe's battled injuries, and so um, it's never an exact science. I mean, did anybody look at this season and go, yeah, Minnesota and Oklahoma City will be the two best teams in the West? Mm-hmm. No, nobody did, and nobody thought that. And right now they are. So it's a it's a long stretch. This is a tough road trip. You face three playoff level Western Conference teams, but you've got to start proving you can beat those teams before anybody starts thinking, okay, let's get back to five hundred. Because if you can't beat the high level teams, you're never going to get back to that five hundred level. And you know they've got to figure out some chemistry. It's great having Luke Kennard back. It's great having Marcus Smart back, and hopefully Derrick Rose will get back soon and be able to you know kind of avoid that tweaking hamstring thing. But, you know, they, we, we see now the value of what Stephen Adams and Brandon Clark bring to the table because they're a different team without them, and they were at the end of last year, and they are this year too. But, you know, they're still capable of playing really good basketball. They just have to find that groove. Well, it is really interesting, the dynamics at play in the Western Conference, where right now 9, 10, and 11 in the Western Conference are Phoenix at 18 and 16, the Lakers at 17 and 18, and the Golden State Warriors at 16 and 18. And the Lakers and Golden State are showing serious signs of, like, internal stuff, let's call it. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Suns, we, you know, we talked, you know, Jeffrey mentioned it earlier in the show, but it was the fear when they made these big moves. Yes, you got these three guys, but these are three guys, two of, two of whom have, had in, have injury history. And if you don't have all three, you don't have a lot of money to, like, put a bunch right. of guys around them to offset if you don't. Well, and they haven't had Bradley Beal all year. and. Durant's been a little nicked up here and there, but just the dynamics at play, it, it could be worse. Like, those three teams could be better, and, 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 the, and the Grizzlies could be in a worse spot than you could even imagine right now. Well, how about this? Uh, couple that with you had a Utah team that was looking like they might be sellers mm-hmm. at the deadline, and now they're creeping back up towards 500. Yep. You know, they struggled a little bit with Detroit, but they got the win, and in the end, it's a W. And now they're right there knocking on the, the Lakers' door behind mm-hmm. them. And nobody thought that either. And they did this last year. Mm-hmm. But, you know, when we saw them in Memphis, you know, I was talking to somebody. They're like, hey, yeah, Kelly Olenek, these other guys, Colin Sexton, possibly all on the block. Now do you make moves or do you try to go get one more piece and become a playing level team? So that's you're, you're dealing with all of that. I mean, it's, it's obviously clear San Antonio – 
not going to be in the mix. And, you know, that's a that's just where they're at. Portland, not going to be in the mix. So that drops you down to 13 teams. And you, three of those 13 teams are not going to be in the play on, play-in tournament. And who's it going to be? Is it Utah and the Grizzlies and somebody else? Or are the Grizzlies going to get past that? Is it going to be the Lakers? Are they going to pull the ripcord on this? If an injury occurs to LeBron or AD, they quickly become on the outside looking in. So... Again, for the Grizzlies, and everybody obviously, before the game against Toronto, you go and you beat San Antonio, and everybody's talking and going, oh my gosh, it's great. And if they can win five out of every seven, they'll be back to 500 before the All-Star break, and then you can really make a run. And then you go, okay, you lose to Toronto, and now everybody's like, oh, blow up the team, it's over. You know, you can't be prisoners of the moment. It's going to take a minute for this team if they're going to get back there, it wasn't going to happen overnight. It's going to happen, in, you know, in, in mid-March if they're going to do it. And if they look up in the, in the, you know, standings in the All-Star break and they're still where they are right now, you're going to have a problem. So, you know, again, like you, you the, the initial question of are you catching at the right time, I, I don't think you can even think that way right now with them. Yeah. As players, they've got to think we've got to we've got to go out and play 48 clean minutes of basketball at some point. We've got to be better defensively, offensively. We have to find a better groove than simply driving down the paint, jumping in the air, and trying to find a corner three. They, they've, you know, the, I'm not trying to be hypercritical, but there are guys out there right now that because of figuring out what the rotation's going to be, they're almost looking like they're playing not to make a mistake. Like, take Xavier Tillman, for example. Doesn't play hardly, doesn't play in two games and then plays 30 seconds and once starts the last game. Grabs two offensive rebounds five feet from the basket and didn't turn and look at the basket. Tried to kick it back out because the offense is trying to generate three-point looks. I'm like, I'll take an open five-footer all night long. You know, running a fast break three-on-one and guys flaring to the corner, which is great if you're rolling and you're up. But when you're down, you know, and that's it, – it's a hard thing when you've been used to playing this way where you've been used to being a high-level team and now all of a sudden you're kind of not and you're playing from behind more than you're playing from ahead. You've got you've to take those things into account. But it's tough when you're a player like that. So I, I hope tonight they go out. And obviously, I hope they win without a doubt. And I hope that they find a groove. And, and a win like this could be a really good stepping stone going to a situation in Phoenix where there's a lot of things up in the air there. Does Kevin Durant want out? Are they going to make a move? Are they going to move that and keep Bradley Beal? Are they going to try to hope Bradley Beal gets healthy and try to run with a group they thought could win him a championship there? Who knows? But maybe you catch them. They've played them well. Uh, obviously, the in-season tournament game, the, the Suns had to run up the number so they could get in to yeah. the uh, at-large bid, and you knew that was coming. But they played well when they were there, and, and you know it's they're a good team. And then you go to Dallas, where you've had issues, and, and Luka's a problem for everybody. So good tests here, and then coming back, you, you've got you know a back-to-back set. This schedule portion was just when you go back to that back-to-back, the game before Ja came in Oklahoma City where they did not play particularly well, and uh, then Ja came and they won the game in New Orleans, and then you come home, play Indiana, go on the road, play Atlanta, have the Christmas holiday, fly out Christmas Day, and I'm not complaining. I'm well, didn't you go to L.A. twice in a week, basically? Yes. We were <laughs> like, here a week ago. Yeah, like, we were here a week ago. So you go back to that Christmas time. Did you all stay at the same we, hotel, or did you at least mix it up? No, we stay. We're, no, we're staying at the same, same hotel. They, they stay at like the, the the hotel Billy's, attached to the arena. You know? No, 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 not anymore. No, we're not, we're nah. no there. I mean, I've stayed Downtown there. No LA big deal. Is not, the, is not as uh, is not as uh, 
fan friendly as it once was. So well, they, that's where they uh, stayed during the playoffs last year, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, we did stay there during the playoffs. There, in fact, we were there when the, the Cardinals were in town as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we got to catch up with some of those guys. But you know, you look at that stretch, and yeah, you got Christmas Eve off, and then Christmas Day you fly to New Orleans. But then you play New Orleans, you win the game. You fly the next day, a long flight to Denver, a long drive in. You play Denver, second night of a back to back. You have to go play L.A. That's a hard turnaround. So you get in late, you come, you go to the game, you stay after in L.A., you fly back home, you catch a Kings team that had played in Atlanta, so they had an easy flight in. And, of course, your legs are going to be a little tired. You got New Year's Day off, you get a little recharge, you play San Antonio, you play a hard game, and then you got to turn around and play another team that, coming in, did not play the night before, had the night off, and your legs are gassed. You're in six and eight days and all over the country doing it. Or six and nine days. It's a lot. Yeah. And so, you know, you, you've got to factor that in where there's going to be some schedule losses in there, but they've got to start winning some games that people don't expect them to win if they're going to, if they're going to make a run at this. Have you ever seen anything like a minus five plus point differential in a quarter? Because um, the Grizzlies are two enough. full, the Grizzlies are two full points below the Spurs in second quarters. Yeah. No, I don't know. Yeah, that's no. Wait. It's 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 hard to understand. And I think that goes to the injuries and having a lack of depth because mm-hmm. of missing key pieces. You know, just again, go back to last year. Now you're healthy, but before this, before you got everybody back, and including the let's include the 25 game suspension. So in those first 25 games, when you go back to the team that took the floor in. January when Steven got hurt in Phoenix. Six of the nine guys or five, six of the nine guys weren't there. They're not there. Yeah. That was a high level basketball team. That was a top two seed, top one, possibly top seed in the West. They're gone. Now you get some of those guys back and some of the pieces you added, like Luke Kennard, but you're still missing four of the guys from your nine man rotation last year. Two were in other places and two were on the injured list. That's a lot a lot for anybody so you know again you're having guys play that haven't played a lot or don't have a lot of experience and they're struggling with that you mentioned that they need to kind of set the rotation a little better moving forward um and i know part of it's been injuries i think part of it is you know just ineffectiveness of certain guys and taylor jenkins go you know not yeah. be part of him not being able to settle on a rotation is that like no one has really stood out you know i'm talking specifically about yeah. those backup wings that, you know, they'll have a game here where they play well, right. but then they'll have three games where they don't play well. You know, it's hard to yeah, pick and choose. How yeah. would you, how would you settle that rotation in your mind? Like just generally speaking, what, what, when you say that, what do you think they need to do here uh, moving forward in terms of settling the rotation? By no means do I think I'm smarter than the coaching staff, but if it were me, I think I've always believed this in my, you know, almost 25 years of being around this team over 25 in the league. Coaches do a lot better when their rotation is set. Take injuries aside, these are our guys. This is the pecking order. This is where you rank. The If you're going to try to keep letting guys earn spots throughout the year, it, it, it can backfire on you. I think you set. You obviously know who your starters are, and if somebody's banged up, maybe you change that, but I think you set it and you roll with it. And, you, and you, you know, look, let's be honest about it. There, there's no way you can say Taylor Jenkins is on the hot seat and, and actually think you and 
be intelligent about it. There's just no way he's had. You're a not lot to talking deal with. to anyone within the organization when right. you're saying that. Ultimately, yeah, you can believe yeah, it. It might be you might be right. I don't know, but I'm just no, just I, I judging on crazy. what people are talking right. about behind the scenes. I don't get that sense either. No, I, I, that's that's like, that's crazy talk. That's that's talk for you know a show like what you guys mm-hmm. do or thank or you the message boards. But I don't think it's accurate and so if you're taylor jenkins and you know that's not accurate and you know you're secure then ride it out i mean that's what you're getting paid to do and in in the end we all know unless you're greg popovich in the end every coach gets fired at some point and spolstra. you gotta do it your way and and eric spolstra yeah that's that's a good point but but, but that feels but, like i guess because even, even with Kerr, feels like Kurt. Kerr feels like he's about one postseason away from maybe taking some time. They won't with the fire him though; it'll be like right. a mutual. That's what I'm party. saying. It'll it'll be a spin- mutual leaving. Maybe want to go work on some TV. Going to go. Spin- go into, he'll go into the front office. Or you know, what, so is, nobody, is his son coaching? What's What's Nick doing? I don't care. I don't care who the coach is. Nobody could have taken what this team went through in the first 25 games and put a, a winning record up. Nobody. So now you're fighting back through that. So now. I get it. You want to reward guys that stuck through it and did all that stuff, but like at some point you just go, "This is my pecking order. Yeah. This is my, this is my nine. This is my nine. I'm going to play night in, night out, and you roll with it. And if somebody's hurt, you, you know who number ten is. Like I, without putting a number and a and quantifying it necessarily, they got to know, and they got to know like, hey, I'm coming in. Like I, I know I'm probably not playing tonight. Not that hey, maybe I start, maybe I don't. I show up at the building. Hey, I'm starting tonight. And I get it. You're trying to push any button you can right now to get things back in order. But no, like that's, that's, that's you players are better. And it's what killed, you know, Hubie Brown at times with, with, with his players was playing too many guys, but players are better knowing when they're playing and what their, what their consistency is. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of been like, my other thing is now that you're going to have so much money tied up into three players, I know it's always fun to go like, you know, oh, we love a 10-man rotation. But it's like, I'm just not no. sure mechanically like that can work anymore. You can't. No, if you look at the great teams, they, they basically are running eight guys. Yeah. They're running eight guys. You look at the, look at the Nuggets last year. In the <laughs> Heck, the Nuggets were really running six last year. Yeah, but like in the regular season, they yeah. had an eight or not at most nine-man rotation, even you in the regular nice season. Guy that gets some spare that gets some spare minutes. Your eight-man rotation consists of your five starters, your backup big, your backup wing, who can also be a big but can play both, is a little interchangeable. And a backup point, that's what you got to have. And you got to have a backup point that's good enough to start when you need him to start. And that's that's right now where they've got to they've got to fix the roster. You don't you don't start doing crazy things at the deadline because this is a tough year. Look, Golden State went through this a couple years ago. Guys were hurt. Guys mm-hmm. were out. You know, Clay Thompson was out for the year. Steph Curry got hurt. They didn't say, okay, we're going to go do this, push this button, push. They played their young guys. They took their lumps. They didn't make the playoffs, and they came back the next year, and they were fantastic because guys got experience, and they could, you knew you could count on guys in spot moments if you needed them. Eric, enjoy uh, the sunshine. I am. Thanks, guys. Have it's... a great uh, – happy New Year, by the way, and have a great rest of your week. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.